Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this episode of uh, Idleman Unplugged. Actually, it's this side. We got Pastors Unplugged for Pastors and Idleman Unplugged for uh, just a lot of different topics. Uh, I'm excited to have former Navy SEAL Chris Beck on with us today. Uh, been we've been talking back and forth for a while. I think you kind of want to check me out first, <laughs> and I was checking out your ministry too. Like, you know, let's is this legitimate? You know, is there, do we have good hearts, good motives? Uh, but your story, I remember watching it. I think on Sean Ryan. And, uh, man, I just, I just put down my, my control and just prayed and just thank the Lord for what he did in your heart and your life. And I just think, you know, you have a lot of things, uh, to say to the younger generation that's coming up. And, and this has really blown up when, when I was younger, you know, transitioning was transgenderism was even, I don't even know if it was even talked about. I mean, we didn't even, you didn't see it anywhere. Maybe RuPaul, remember RuPaul? I don't know if he's still around. You know, that was about it. But also I want to encourage people to go to, um, to your website. Um, it is, I had it here just a minute ago. It's valor for us, right? Just the word valor for us. Uh, Chris Beck, uh, just incredible story. So where, where should we begin at the beginning? I remember you're talking about you're raised in a home where your parents, you know, they would, they would, um, that really stood out. They would, um, kind of not idolize your sister, but really, you know, give her all the, the blessings and she could just stay in the house and you had to go outside and work and work and work. And then you mentioned, uh, when you're transitioning, it was more of a mental challenge, like a mental illness you're struggling with. So maybe you could walk that, walk us through there up to the, at the beginning and they kind of how you made that decision. Okay. Well, I mean, the decision. It's not something you make lightly. It's something that's a combination of a lot of different, uh, different factors. I think that a lot of people who are transgender in, in today's day, you know, a lot of them are being talked into it because right. what happens is it's a lot of different mental illnesses. So you have gender dysphoria, you might have sexual trauma, you have anxiety, depression, you know, yeah. all these different things. You can go through the whole lineage, you know, litany of, you know, yeah. mental illnesses. When you combine all those together, psychology right now is taking the whole thing and saying, well, if you are anything uh, gender confused, then we'll take all of those other mental illnesses, anxiety, eating disorders, you know, adjustment disorder, all kinds of different traumas. They forget about all of those different traumas. And then they just say, OK, well, you said you had gender confusion, so you're transgender. Mm -hmm. You know, they automatically jump right to the most drastic thing. And I think they do that a lot is because there's money in it. So yeah. as soon as somebody's transgender, you're going to be on medications for life. As soon as somebody says they're transgender, there's surgeries, oh, wow. there's complications. One of those surgeries is $400,000. Really? So now if you have a eating disorder, you're going to go to your psychologist, you know, once a week and have a talk. And that's the only person that's making money off this deal. You know, mm -hmm. and if you have anxiety, you might be have some anxiety uh, pills. You might not. So there's no money in all the other mental disorders. So I just think there's a huge to, drive for money. It's just disgusting. And not to not to cut you off because I want to keep going back. But just real briefly, in case I forget, what has sparked all this the last decade? I mean, 20, 30 years ago, there was no mention of this to people just suffer privately or 
during that confusing time, you know, you would point them to God, you'd point them to different things. But now it's almost not, it's politically correct to, to have them, you know, yeah. change their gender. I don't know what that big push was recently, how that exactly. came out. I think there are some really huge uh, corporations. Um, the giant controllers of this realm are in charge of all of the big corporations. And so you see Bud Light, you know, basically, you know, killing itself to support the transgender community. I mean, how many billions of dollars has Bud Light lost? You know, then you see Target doing the same thing. Now you see Ford, you know, Ford trucks. Doing this whole big gay push. It makes no sense. You know? Why are you relating well, white trucks for men? Just, it makes no sense. Well, it makes sense if you understand the agenda. The agenda is not for... Darn it. I just had something pop up. So the agenda is right. not for um, a company to make money, which you think a company is supposed to be there to try to make right. money and make money for their stockholders. But then you find out that that's not true, especially after you see Bud Light do it. Bud Light is basically going to go under. And then all these other corporations are following mm -hmm. suit. Why would they do that? Well, if you have well, a satanic agenda... Later? Is it to be blessed later, like that EO? I don't know the name of the score, but if they get a high score and then you got Blackstone and all these groups will will support them even yeah, more. Black so hey, Rock, we take yeah, yeah BlackRock. Yeah. So we take a twenty billion dollar, you know, uh, deficit. Now we tank, but in the long run, it's going to be better for us. Is that what how, they're thinking? How? Like, I don't how know. could that be better for anyone <laughs> if your customer base says, we don't want to buy this stuff anymore? That's true. Yeah. And how big is the gay community? The gay community isn't like somebody, you know, the redneck community is bigger than the gay community. You know, yeah. I mean, I call myself a redneck, you know, rednecks are guys who work out there in the field and they physically yeah. get sunburned. That's where the redneck term came from. So yeah. I'm a worker. I work with my hands. I'm out there, you know, blue collar, you know, blue mm -hmm. collar is akin to being a redneck. Who buys Ford trucks? Who drinks Bud Light? You know, rednecks and workers. It's yeah. not the gay wow. community. Doesn't the gay community drink like that Zima stuff or something? You know, mm -hmm. I'm just stereotyping now, but yeah. But the yeah. thing is, is like, if you want to make money and you want your your company and you want to go somewhere to make money, and that's what you're supposed to be doing, none of this makes sense. But it does make sense if Satan's in charge. Right. It does make sense if, uh, you know, Moloch sure. and, you know, who's that other one? The Baphomet, you know? Bell, Bale, all of them. Yeah. If you're in charge, if demons are in charge of you, of your corporation, then I totally believe that this is what's going on. True. You know, I there's nothing else that does. would get worse. Yeah. And why would transgenderism be a demonic thing? Transgenderism is not in itself demonic, but it, but it brings in the, uh, opens the door to demons. So That's what you're doing point. is you're saying that I'm made in the image of God. Me, I am perfect and I'm made by the image of God. So right. this vessel, this human body that I'm in right now is godlike. You know, and so if I can take as a human being, as me, humanism, thinking that a human is more powerful than God, I can look at myself and go, well, I can do better. Mm -hmm. As soon as you say that, you're not in God's way. Right. You're no longer in God's path and doing something that's righteous in the eyes of God. Because you're saying me as a human or that doctor over there, that psychologist knows better than God. Right. But that's not right. true. It's not true even as slightest. God yeah, made, made me perfect. Image is, made in his, his image is powerful. And, and of course, in the fallen sinful nature needing Jesus Christ, it all fits together. But were, exactly. the, were the thoughts, were the thoughts coming to you at a young age? And I don't know, did you struggle with same sex attraction or was it just 
just transgenderism in general, you know, transitioning. Well, no, no same sex attraction. I actually had a friend of mine in high school who was gay. And to tell you the truth, I never knew he was gay. This is in 19, early eighties, like 82, 83. So I didn't know he was gay, but a lot of other people did. And I guess I was that naive. So I was never, I grew up in a Christian uh, atmosphere. I went to Christian schools. I got paddled by the priest. I got Mm -hmm. paddled by the preachers and everybody else. I grew up, spare the rods, full of child. You know, my dad believed in that, you know, hardcore, you know. And so did all the preachers back in those days, 70s and 80s. You know, give me a break. The rod was very well used. You know, the carrot was used once in a while. You get a reward if you do something good, you know, but you have to balance those two somehow. So, and as a kid, I would see my sisters never got the paddle. I would always get it. Even if they broke something, I would get the paddle, you know. And and I got to the point when I was like, I just had a severe jealousy for the life my sisters had. Mm. And so because my family was so, um, if you even said the word sex in our house, you get your mouth washed out with soap. Wow. You know, just that word was bad enough. And so right, you think right, the birds right. and the bees were ever taught to us? It was never right. taught to us. I never knew what it was. You know, the first time that I even touched myself, I think I was like 18 years old and mm-hmm. super late in, in, in your development. You know, right, so right. I was, I was underdeveloped in sexuality and in intimacy. I don't remember barely ever getting hugs. You know, right. I only got the paddle. You know, so I was very off centered the way I was raised. And I think that was just a really it's cruel to do that to a kid. But it's also cruel the other way to over sexualize a kid. Yep. Absolutely. And so if you under sexualize a kid, you're going to cause problems. If you over sexualize a kid, you're going to cause problems. Yep. So and this is where we have to try to find that balance. Teach the birds and bees, but do it by the parents only. Shouldn't be some high school teacher or some grade school, a kindergarten teacher or a drag queen in a school teaching kids about sexuality. It's this is perverted. ridiculous. And this yes. is what's going on today. So I grew up on the whole other end of the spectrum. And so I'd see my sisters and I'd have some jealousy and then I'd get, I got dressed up a couple times and I was like, wow, this is kind of fun and it makes me feel better. So I feel more like my sister. Maybe I get treated better. So I had a severe hatred towards myself, towards my own gender. I couldn't stand myself. And that so, could be the demonic stronghold then. You open yes, the door yes. to that. And That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Okay. I had hate my in my heart against myself and against the the thing that God made me. Mm-hmm. And so, how does that work out? Well, the devil goes, "Oh, you hate yourself. Well, maybe you should like yourself better if you did this." And I was, "Well, I do feel better." Mm-hmm. The devil's like, "What if you did this?" And I felt, "I do feel better." And I'm this like 15, 14 year old kid, totally confused by all of it. And the devil has a stronghold now. And he kept itching away and kept going and going and going. And then I joined the SEALs because I had such a hatred against myself and against my father. You know, I wrote, I I just couldn't stand my father because it was always abuse. You know, he never realized that. You know, he doesn't realize it today. He denies it. He even paddled me. I'm going, Dad, you paddled me a lot. You know, we have a big, we have a lot of similarities. I mean, same age, construction. I was a redneck. That's exactly where the term comes from, working hard outside construction. And then, and then my dad was, uh, uh, he's, he's passed, but just a, angry you know that's how you ruled yeah. your home he was from the farms of yeah. oklahoma and you you boy you got things done it's it's oh, yeah. no emotion no hugging it was i don't know if he ever yeah. hugged me or said he loved me my dad really, hugged me but it was yeah it didn't feel right i just yeah it, it none definitely of it plays right. a role and the so paddle getting, was more important to him than, than the hugs I, I think what blew my mind is you know all that you went through and then to go through you know we're a couple hours uh, i was just close to there um 
uh, Coronado Bay. You know, we go to San, I'm going to San Diego in July with Turning Point USA, or actually September, and it's it's that area. Uh, but the 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 training is just you know, I mean, uh, with um, very few people pass. The training is the hardest thing on the planet, and so the to go from training. Yeah, to and then you became a chief too, I think, yeah. as well in well, extra senior training. Chief, yes. Yeah, and so, but with all that emotional abuse and, and things you went through, did that help to push you through to get through the training? I mean, well, that's that- what. If it wasn't for my father, I never would have made it for the SEAL teams. Ah, you know, gotcha. so I give great credit to my dad that without him and with the way I grew up, I never would have made it through the SEALs. You know, he made me, you know, rock hard. I was just like, bam, I'm just like everything I did. I was, I would never quit. You know, you have to kill me before I would quit anything. You know, and uh, the SEAL team training is tough. It's 90% washout rate, 90% quit or get Mm -hmm. washed out by injuries or whatever. So it's definitely tough training. But but the thing is like that also, I'm sorry. I was going to say, was, was uh, Jocko in your era, in your, in your criteria? Yeah, he was, he was, a, he was one class ahead of me in buds yeah. and basic training, but then I caught up to him during a uh, specialized training. That's so we had this thing okay. called SEAL qualification training, SQT. So me and Jocko were in the same class for uh, SEAL qualification training. Okay. It was just yeah. a little bit after buds. It's one class after buds. Okay. So you do six months of buds, then you do six more months of advanced SEAL team training. Ooh. So me and Jocko did the same for the advanced training. We were we were in the same class. Yeah. But uh, he was definitely, cool. during that training, I was still in the number one or number two slot. And I think he might have been, you know, really far behind in that stuff. Yeah. So. And you and so in the Navy SEALs, then you kind of just hid the desire for a while or it was still oh, there. Yeah, and then yeah, when, the once, you, yeah. once you got out of it, you're like, okay, now I can... Go back to dressing up yeah. and transitioning. Twenty years later, twenty years later, years now later. I have I have PTSD. Now I have traumatic brain injury from all the explosions. Yeah. So traumatic traumatic brain injury occurs because the explosions are going at like twenty three thousand feet per second. The blast wave and it hits you in really? the head and it travels and it rattles your brain and yeah. it'll actually give you a trauma inside an actual physical trauma to your brain that the doctors still don't understand the full extent of what traumatic brain injury even is or how to cure it so i mean you yeah, can, because you the, can human, cure the human mind's not to. the human's body is not meant to absorb all of that no. you know type of um what what city was can you tell where you were at like fallujah or um in iraq yeah, i was, I was in uh basra iraq i was in southern iraq south of okay. uh of uh the capital you know baghdad okay. And we, I was there with the British. So the Americans basically went around the city I went to, and then um, and then they left off a few Americans to liaison with the British and take care of you know what the British were up to because you always have to have liaisons because it's all about air combat. So that the Americans basically had air superiority at that time, and so the British were calling in our aircraft for support. And so I was there attached to the British as an American. Got it, got so it. And then, then the agency support. guys came down, and I was attached to them for a while. Then I went off to Baghdad, and I was there for a little bit. Then I went back out to some other places. Then they flew me to Africa, and I was in Africa for a while doing other stuff down there. Then I flew home for a little bit. Then I flew back to Iraq. Then I flew back home. Then I flew to Afghanistan. Mm. Then I came back home. Then I flew back to Afghanistan a couple more times. This whole time I was married, and uh, the marriage failed. Oh, yeah. So I was back and forth a lot, and I was in the middle of the war. And uh, I cared more about the war than I did about my family. Right. So my family were my, my SEAL team brothers and the the commandos and the British. My family was the war. It was not my family at home. And that was a huge mistake. 
I regret Excellent. that my whole life. And then you got you got back. You not retired, but you went not from active duty to yeah. um, just re, maybe reserve duty. And that's when you started to transition. And that's when the news picked it up. And I remember seeing it on CNN, yes. Fox Sorry News. About that. I, oh, it's okay. Uh, it was in uh, 2011. I retired, and I started kind of coming out a little bit. In 2012, yeah. I was like, "The heck with it! I'm out. I don't care the consequences. I want to be happy." I felt I deserved. I fought for my happiness. You know, life, liberty, and pursuit yeah. of happiness. I figured I had some happiness, and at that time, the only time I was happy when I was when I was not Chris. I was not mm -hmm. the dude. I was not a caveman. I was not a seal. I was happy because I could put all that behind me. Wow. And so I thought that was happiness, but it was not happiness. It was pleasure. So we have to get that straight. If you're looking for happiness, you can't find it through pleasure. Mm -hmm. Happiness is not fleeting. Happiness is, uh, is, a, is a build upon. Happiness takes a lot of gratitude towards yourself and towards other people. That's probably mm -hmm. the biggest uh, foundational block to build happiness is gratitude True. towards yourself and towards other people. Now, I had zero gratitude to towards myself. I was not grateful at all. I had gratitude towards other people, but not very much. So what was I seeking? I was seeking only pleasure. That's not happiness. No. You know, masturbation is not, is not happiness. Masturbation right, is right. pleasure. Sex right. is not happiness. Sex is pleasure. And that's all I was getting. So it was totally chasing the wrong thing. What kind of woke you up to it? I mean, what, what, Kind of get your bearings back and recommit to God. So what woke me up was uh, somebody started loving me for who I was as Chris. Mm -hmm. And that's who I'm with right now, my fiance. Yes. And yes. Uh, it's still a rocky road. I don't know what happens even day to day. But because yeah. um, I still have a little bit of I have a lot of baggage. You know, oh, yeah. and so I'm still fighting a lot of demons. I'm still fighting for some true happiness. And you don't always fight, find that, you know, it's not sure. always complete. Yeah. So well, it doesn't always work. Yeah, especially yeah. once there's a um that demonic stronghold, you know, once that's there, it's it's it it sometimes it's a process to break that down like one brick at a time. You yeah, know, yeah, and, really and removing is. those things. And I'm sure you've looked into um you know just just being delivered from that and um just and and sometimes, you know, I, I, people don't like what I when I say this, but I've seen it so many times. Sometimes uh we're not completely set free and, and all this is gone. Sometimes we have to hang on to some of that, um, that th those strongholds are, are there sometimes knocking back on the door, wanting to get in. Like Paul said, I prayed three times and God said, my grace is sufficient. But other times people are completely delivered and set free. Um, and I know, you know, walking in the light, walking in God's word, repentance are, is so important. And that's where it sounds like you've, you know, following you on your social media, it sounds like you're in a very good direction as far as with God and in his word and uh, just, you know, uh, yeah. being transparent and open. You know, yes. Well, what actually, right after, after, right after we get done talking this podcast, I'm not doing any more for 12 days and I'll be oh. off social media. I'll be off all electronics, the TV, all of it. I turn everything off. Yeah. And so it's going to be a 12 day fast. Yeah. And so the Are thing, you... the important thing for us to remember is, especially in this modern day, and this is why I do post the fact that I'm fasting and this right. same guy always gives me crap on social media, but I post it on purpose because when I fast, I want everybody 
everybody to know that the fasting, like the old days, is not just food. When you fast in the modern days, you have to fast totally off social media. Absolutely. You have to get rid of your Absolutely. TV set, get rid of your phone, get rid of all of your electronics. So modern day fasting is not like the fasting of Jesus's day. And right. so I do post on my social media saying, I'm going to be off this so that people know, don't try to get a hold of me. Don't try to do anything. I'm not dead. I am fasting. People need to understand that fasting in the modern days is 100% off of social media, off of the TV set, off of all of it. It's not just food. I think that people right. misunderstand that. You well, know, it's, you know, you fast off food, and you're like, I'm fasting, and you stop eating, but you're yeah. still on social media for 12 hours a day. That's not yeah. fasting, you know? So we have what's to re re-say what fasting really is and what it's about. It's about reading God's what, word and praying. What's that guy give you trouble about? Does he say you shouldn't tell people? Keep he, does the same, he does the same Bible verse saying about the Pharisee and, and, a, and a disciple walked into a church. It might have been Jesus even. But they walked into a church and the Pharisee's going, look, I'm fasting. Look, I'm fasting. And he's bragging about fasting because he's so godly. And the other guy just fasts and he's, he's quiet about it. It's one single Bible verse out of like yeah. 40 verses about fasting. Yeah, and no, he got he throws it back in the face. Look, you're bragging. You're not really fasting. I'm going, dude, he, shut up, man. He, well, you know, he out of context. That's so out of context because exactly. the whole context, the whole context is the Pharisee is saying, look at me. I give every week. I fast every week. Yeah. Um, and look at that poor sinner where the sinner just beats his chest and says, Lord, help me. It's a heart. It's a repentant heart. And exactly. actually, I, I speak, I speak a lot on fasting. I did a 40 day fast recently and Amazon Prime picked it up. It's on their documentary series. And awesome. that is so important because in Jesus's day, you, fo you fasted from food. And that was, you know, that, that lust of the flesh. And there was that pull was gone. You can do that today, but if you're still watching conspiracy theories and YouTube exactly. and Facebook and the TV, yeah. you're supposed to be starving the flesh. And instead you're, yeah, like you said, you're on a diet, but if you're still feeding your mind with all these things, the benefit of the fast is, is going to be very minimal. You might lose weight. It'd but be almost nothing. Yeah. No. And, and all, the, 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 the problem that many people make is even though they're fasting, they, they tend to watch more media. Yes. Because I've seen that. Yeah. Because you're hungry, you're, you're detoxing, you don't feel good. Yeah. Um, so I think there, it's a powerful combination. Are you going to, are you going to do some type of fast with food too? Uh, when I fast, I will drink tea in the morning. Juice. Yeah. And I do, but the tea I make is, is all my own herbs. So I, I forge mm -hmm. and I go out and get all my own stuff. Not all of yeah. it, but I try to, but I do do a lot of foraging. And what then kind I of, have, what's your main tea? Herbals. Like, so I put in, I, I have stinging nettles. I will have some spearmint in it. I have mm -hmm. skull cap and I have, um, moulin leaf for oh, some yeah. lung health. So it's, I, it's a combination of five different herbs and I call it my John the Baptist tea. Yeah. And I will drink that in the morning and that's all I do. So for the rest of the day, I will have it's only water. that one, a cup of tea. And the rest of the day, I'll have a glass of water at like for lunch and I have another glass of water at dinner. And that's pretty much it. That's and so powerful. it'll be tea in the morning by John the Baptist tea and then a little bit of water during the day. Cause you got to figure if you're doing a real long term fast, you can't not drink water. And no, you also yeah, have to watch yeah. out for some of your mineral intake. So I don't want to be unhealthy, but yeah. I also need to make sure that it's very minimal to the point where I'm not consuming, you know, the Energy. flesh, I'm not consuming yeah, the flesh. Yeah. And so your it's a hardcore fast. It's, it's tough. Your tea, your, your tea should provide enough vitamins and minerals and electrolytes. And people don't realize exactly. your body, your yep. body already has stored vitamins and minerals and electrolytes. So as your, as your yes. ketosis, ketosis is your body's breaking down the fat. You also have that yep. stored, uh, 
vitamins and minerals that you can utilize as well. But my main thing, I think a lot of people watching is what is the main message to the kids today? That this is a lie from the enemy. You're not going to feel happier. Dylan Mahoney or whatever. I mean, he's going to be miserable here. Yeah. When all this notoriety wears off and, and turning to God instead of transitioning, because you had to detransition back. I don't know if you had surgery or anything. So maybe yeah, you can I, talk about that. I had some surgery, minor surgery. Yeah. Talk about that and the message to kids today, because we, we deal with it a lot in the church now in America. So I tend to speak to parents more than I speak to kids. Mm. But for the parents and the kids out there, I'll say this. If you have a headache, you don't cut your ear off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. So yeah. take care of the headache. So the thing is, is like what I said was just fact. If you think that having surgery because you have a dysphoria is going to be the cure for you, well, you're, you're sorely, sorely mistaken. So yeah. it's all in your head. It's a mental health issue. What it is, it's anxiety. It's adjustment disorder. It's traumas. It's sexual trauma. It's a, it's a physical trauma. It's a, it's a lot of different things. So what you have to do is you have to dig in and you have to have therapy sessions with a qualified mental health counselor mm-hmm. who's not trying to push the agenda of being transgender. Mm-hmm. So you have to look into, you know, a lot of different things. Now, I went to mental health counseling for for my master's degree. I did it for about two and a half years. I never completed it. But what I did learn, mm-hmm. I learned about all the other mental health issues. I met all the distressors, everything else. I also mm-hmm. learned what they're doing in mental health right now. They're trying to get people in mental health counselors, especially they want you to to validate transgenderism. They want mm-hmm. you as a mental health counselor to validate surgery for a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. And just like I said, if I have a headache, I'm not going to cut my ear off. Right. If I have gender dysphoria, I'm not going to cut, you know, parts off my body. I want to mm-hmm. find out what's the underlying factors to create gender dysphoria. Now, the same thing for parents. If a parent is pushing gender dysphoria, that parent has Munchausen by proxy. Now, that's another mental health disease. Mm. They're looking for validation through their child and through their child's illnesses for them to get validated that they are a good parent. Look, I'm taking care of my kid that has gender dysphoria. They're getting a double mastectomy. And the kid is 10 years old. That's Munchausen by proxy. That's a mental health issue. Now, we have a mental health, total, really terrible mental health problem in the United States right now. Because psychology right now is making up all kinds of other excuses for all these mental distress, for all these distressors. Now, what's causing most of this? What's causing most of this is social media. What's causing most of this is when you go on the videos and you're watching TV, you're watching the news, they're constantly berating you that we're a bad country. We do this bad. You're white. You're bad. You did all this stuff to black people. You're bad. You did this to women. You're bad. You did this. You're bad. You did that. You're constantly being berated that we're such an evil society. Now, what happens? We start feeling depressed. We start feeling anxious by every action we take is going to hurt somebody. We start feeling like we really are evil. So how do I fix this evilness? Well, I can't fix it by going into my own demons and trying to fix myself. I'm going to go get surgery because that's really fast. I'm going to go take a pill that's really fast. Surgery and pills give money to pharmaceuticals. They're happy. Surgery and pills give money to doctors. They're happy. So why wouldn't they continue to push it? So if Coca-Cola is a huge corporation that says you can cure your ailments with a Coca-Cola, just drink a Coke, you'll be happy. You know, have a Coke and you'll get a smile. You know, they're selling a product that's going to give you happiness. 
And if, if a person says, yeah, I'm happy because they drank soda. Well, you're happy because you, you up the dopamine in your body because soda's full of sugars and all this other crap and caffeine. It opens up the capillaries in your body. Of course, you're going to feel good for a few minutes, hmm. but that's not what's making you happy. You're being happy because you have this chemical process going on for about five minutes. But you get tricked into thinking that's happy. So, of course, Coca-Cola is going to push happiness by a Coke because they're selling more Coca-Cola and they're making money. Why wouldn't they do that? Psychologists and mental health counselors are doing the same thing. They're peddling happiness that's fake. All these doctors are peddling fake happiness and none of it's happiness. All of it is pleasure and money, pleasure and money. Well, what what? Say 25 years ago when this even wasn't an issue, were kids still kind of struggling with this? But now with the push of the media, like a social media, you see all these people are happy if they're transitioning and, oh, this must be the answer. So yeah, but I, they were, but, but psychology and mental health counselors were being honest and they were saying gender dysphoria is a mental illness and this is how we can treat you. Now, and now saying, they changed okay. the books. The Diagnostic Statistical Manual for Mental Health and Issues, Disorders, Mm -hmm. called the DSM. DSM, write that down. The DSM has been changed. They changed the actual book where they have the manual for psychologists to actually flip the pages open and look it up. They changed the manual. They're lying, just like they're lying about the definition of a woman. How do you define a woman now? It's not the same definition as it was 10 years ago. They changed the definition. They're changing the manuals. So it's now so when you look up in a manual, you go, well, this is the cure. You go, well, that's not the cure. They're lying. Wow. They're lying about the definition of a woman. That's yeah, not the absolutely. definition of a woman is, is a circle definition. You can't have the definition of a thing in itself. So now they define a woman as a woman is someone who identifies himself as a woman. How is that? That's a circle argument. Oh That's not God. a definition. The definition of woman is an adult female, you know, it's biological. Yeah. It's adult yeah. biological female is a woman. You know, yeah. how else can you describe it? Well, then what's a female? A female is made up of chromosomes, this and this. Mm-hmm. A female is biologically capable it's of so giving simple. birth to, to, to children. So That's simple. a female. It reminds me of Romans 1, you know, that God gives them up to a debased and corrupt mind. Yeah, yep. as they suppress the God truth. God gave us the delusions. Truth. And that's, we're, we are delusional is a good word for it because it's the most yep. ridiculous things I've ever heard that there's exactly. many genders, many genders, you can become whatever you want. Talk about a lie from the pit of hell. You know, yes. people need, people need deliverance. They need to be pointed to Jesus Christ to repent and believe and let him save them and set them free. My, it might mean, it doesn't mean you don't still struggle sometimes with things, but now you have the yeah. answer. Now you know the answer and you can rely on him and, and commit your life to him and fully surrender to him. So, uh, that's incredible, man. I would say for all Christians out there to read Acts 2, verse 17 to 21. In particular, because that's going to talk about what's going on right now. So in the end days, the Holy Spirit will descend on the entire earth. Now, if you're a Christian and you're fasting, you're reading the word and you're praying and you're not on social media and you're not watching the news because social media is demonic. The news right now is demonic. And if you don't believe me, even if you're looking at Christian content, you're going to see the demons also. So they're getting to you through social media. They're getting to you through the television. Tell live vision. So right now, the Holy Spirit has descended upon us. And if you're watching tell live vision, you're not going to hear it because the Holy Spirit speaks very quietly. Social media is very loud. Tell live vision is very loud. So the the Holy Spirit's here right now. 
And so yeah. I'm fasting because I want to hear the voice. So I cannot yeah. be on social media. I can't be talking to you right now because this is way too noisy. Right. So I want to go on social media because I want to listen to you, but I want to listen to you. I want to get some good verses. Then I want to turn it all off and I want to write those verses down. I write them down all the time in my little yeah. book. And so I grab my little book and I have all these verses I've been writing down for the past couple of weeks. And then I'm going to start looking them up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read the Bible and you have to read it out loud. Because when you actually vocalize the words, you're actually giving them power. If all you're doing is read them in your head, you're not giving a full power to the words. Mm. The word, just like in God, in Genesis, God spoke the words. God didn't just think, you know, let there be light. God spoke the words. God is powerful enough. He could have just thought them. Okay, God thought, let there be light. He could have done that. But why did he speak the words? He spoke the words to create the vibration, to give the words power. So if you're reading the Bible out loud to yourself, that's the way to do it. You get in a room all by yourself and you read the words. Don't just read them in your head. Actually vocalize them, especially the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation must be read out loud. Hmm. And I will read the book of Revelation out loud to myself in a closed room in the next 12 days. I will read many books. I'm going to go back and I'm going to read the book of Matthew. I have to read that. The book of John, the book of Daniel, the book of Acts, and the book of Romans. These are all the books I will read over the next 12 days. Wow. That's That's what I'm doing. I'm going to be praying for you because that's going to be a huge opportunity. People don't realize. I appreciate that. Even even good media, you're right. It's it's filling your mind with not necessarily things that are God. And if if we're constantly on Facebook, Instagram, even though it can be a good thing, it's not a God thing. It can start mm-hmm. to tilt the way you think or influence the yes. way you think. And the still small voice of the Holy Spirit can be crowded out by a louder voice of the media. Yep. And so you exactly. have to be very, very vigilant to, to find that balance. So I don't know, Chris, do you have any closing thoughts on, on anything you, you, we might have missed or anything you want to say? I would, I would say that um, for me, I was transgender and my, my mind was definitely uh, being, I was, I was, you know, I'm not going to say it. I was, I was invaded by demons, but I was definitely being oppressed. Oh, for sure. I was oppressed by demons and my mind was broken, you know, and my body was ill because I was not allowing myself to heal. So right now I can say with, with all confidence, my mind is healed. My body is healed and my soul is free and I am a child of God. Amen. If you remember Amen. what I just said right then, my mind is healed. Mm-hmm. My body is healed. Now, how did I heal my mind? I healed my mind by the love of a woman and by the love and grace of God, by the love and grace of Jesus who died on the cross for my sins. That is how I healed my mind. Wow. My body is healed. Wow. How am I healing my body? I heal my body by eating well, mm-hmm. by working out. And you have to have a balance. Every day is eight hours each. Eight hours of spiritual work, mm-hmm. reading the Bible and praying. Eight hours of mind work, intellectual work, by reading the Bible. Eight hours of body work. I do that by sleeping. I do that by eating well and taking mm-hmm. care of my body. It's a balance of three eights every day, mm-hmm. right? And I did three eights. Don't ever do an okay sign because that's like a bad sign. I accidentally just did it. I I hate the okay sign. The okay sign is terrible sign. Don't ever do an okay. It's three sixes. If you do that circle, if you do that circle, it makes three sixes and it's an evil symbol. Do not ever use the okay. And I just did it. Please. That's right. We'll 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 uh, okay. We'll let you pass. But so eight hours each. Eight hours each. I do eight hours. Eight body. Eight spirit and eight mind. 
Now you have to do that balance. So my mind is healed by God. My body is healed because I'm taking care of it, this temple. That's why I eat all my own herbs that I pick myself. I don't do anything processed if I can help it. If you're eating processed food by Nabisco's or Hershey's or all those other giant corporations, you are eating some really bad, bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? So now my body is healed. And now I need to work on, on intellectual and my spirit. I'm doing that yeah. by fasting. So, and my soul is free. My soul is free because I healed my mind. Mm-hmm. My soul is free because I healed my body. Yep. And we are all children of God. But I can say 100%, I am a child of God and I am a warrior of God. Amen. And I'm on here with you right now because I'm a warrior. And I want people to hear these words and say, I was lost. And now I am found. And by the grace of God, I am free. By the grace of God, I am healed. And now I am trying to spread that word that anyone out there who feels they are lost, anyone out there, if you're fighting the demons of transgenderism, Mm. if you're fighting the demons of alcoholism, I was under the influence of alcohol. I was under the influence of drugs. Mm. I was an alcoholic. I was a drug addict. I was dressing up like a woman. I was faking all of it. And I'm healed of all of this because of God, because of the word and the spirit is with me right now. And I pray for all of you out there. I love all of you. If you're under the sex demon, if you're under the transgender demon, if you're under the eating demon, you're overeating, you're overdoing, you're overindulging. If you're not reading the word, I love all of you. And I am healed by the grace of God. And every one of you out there, you can be healed also. You can be healed. I am healed. I have none of these problems anymore, and it will never come to me again. It's fighting. I'm constantly being um, being stressed. Oh, yeah. I'm constantly being um, tempted. I'm oh, tempted yeah. in every corner. That they're always trying to get me, but I'm not letting it happen because I pray. I'm not letting yeah. it happen because I'm letting God be inside of my soul. The Holy Spirit is here because I am open to the Holy Spirit. I tell you all out there right now, I love every one of you. I do not hate any human on this earth right now. I, if Hitler was standing in front of me right now, I would love him with all my heart because there is no human on this earth that we're allowed to hate. My enemies, I have no enemies because I love you all. An enemy does not exist in my heart. I tell you right now, I love you. I want you to understand you also can be healed by the grace of God. And I'm going to pray for any one of you that you find God in your heart. You find the Holy Spirit. Listen to that small voice. That small voice is there in the back of your head right now, and I know it's talking to you. That small voice is there. That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm going to pray for every one of you. I love you. My mind is healed. My body is healed. My soul is free, and I am a child of God, and I have everlasting life coming to me so soon, and I want that for you. Yes. Please, We're please listen to the small voice. Absolutely. Thank I you want, for giving me this chance to speak. Sean. Yeah, I'm good. I, what you just said, what you what you just said was awesome because we we're gonna you know reach those people who need to hear the truth. Uh, but I I did have just a couple of thoughts that I hadn't been able to ask, and they can be just quick. But when you were dressing up, were you still attracted to women? Sounds like it. Yes, I was attracted Probably. to women. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then why are all these men dressing up and wanting to entice? I might like, dance in front of four, five, six year olds. You know, is that a whole it's, different? It's, it's trying a to brainwash them. Yeah, full it's a full agenda. agenda. I mean, there's Come nothing else you can say right now that we are in the last days. 
Absolutely. The Holy Spirit has descended on this earth, and the Holy Spirit is here to help those that want to listen. Mm-hmm. If you have eyes to see and you have ears to hear, Amen. you're going to see and you're going to hear it. Amen. So we Amen. are in the last days. There is no question because things get worse and worse every day. Yeah, you can absolutely. see um, just now in the United Kingdom, they had the uh, the United Kingdom flag was flying, and there's a whole bunch of gay flags behind it. They took the United Kingdom flag down, down. and they threw yeah. it on the ground. And they still oh, have yeah. the gay flags up there. That's worse than it was yesterday. Wow. Now, tomorrow is going to be worse than today. The next next week is going to be worse than this week. Right. The week after is going to be worse than this week. It's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And you're going to keep saying, can it get any worse? And you're gonna, <laughs> yes, it can. Yeah. And you watch it and keep getting worse and worse and Thank worse. God. And the Holy God. Spirit is here. We are in the last days. Mm-hmm. And when it gets worse tomorrow, mark my words, it'll be worse tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That we're in the and last me, days. I'm sorry. Let me, let me just, if you don't no, pray right. and you don't pray well, and you're not reading the Bible, you're going to be lost. You'll be in that be torment of hell. Let me, and let me, let me just close in prayer real quick. If that's okay for the people listening. I'd love to close in prayer. Um, Thank you. Lord, I love first, all of you I, out there. Let's close in prayer. First, Lord, I just want you to just continue to work in Chris's heart and his life. And I pray for deep, deep, uh, just, uh, I don't even know what the right word is, a deep connection with you during this fast, that any of these strongholds that might be trying to come back in his mind, you would take those away completely. He would come out just on fire for you with the boldness of the Holy Spirit. And I pray for those who listening, those who are confused about their their identity, their gender, they would take it to you. They would repent and believe in the gospel. They would say, Lord, have your way in me and I give you my heart. I give you my life. And those maybe who have already transitioned, that you would help them come back to you, Lord. So we give you this podcast we ask that you would use it in profound and powerful ways to change those people who need to hear this from the inside out in jesus name amen 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 god bless chris god bless you i wish you the best let's keep in touch after 12 days i will definitely give you a call thank you all right thanks man god bless you you god bless everyone if you've enjoyed this episode of idleman unplugged Be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as 
answers for a confused church and desperate for more of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these e-books are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.